she's very excited about this marriage to happen and start mm-hmm. getting married to her like childhood sweetheart basically but then aaron shows up drunk to the wedding hello you're listening to worth the read podcast my name is sarah and i'm shannon we're sisters who love to read So whether you're a hopeless romantic or fantasy fanatic, you've come to the right place. We retell and review clean stories filled with high stakes, swooning moments, mysteries, plot twists, and oh, so much drama. But in the end, we only have one question to answer. Is this book worth the read? Listen to find out and don't forget to subscribe. (laughs) Have you seen there's this video where it's like this single child was Mm -hmm. like (laughs) asked her friends to show her what having siblings is like. And so they're like at dinner. (laughs) They like immediately started talking. One like puts his finger in the, her water and like splashes <laughs> around. One like takes her napkin. One like puts her hoodie up. It was all rough. And so, <laughs> it's just like all the tacky. It's not like abusive, but oh my gosh. And, like, so and she's like, no, thank you. I'm good being the only <laughs> <She's> child. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember when we were like little, when we're all still living together and oh you're gosh. bored, you just go into the other room and like open the door and like look at them. You're like, <laughs> Yeah, just to torment because you're bored. I know. And then you walk out and, like, leave the door open, turn the light off. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I remember Tyler was the worst at that. He was the worst. He would always just do stuff. No correction. He is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) He still does that. He still, I know. He's funny, though. It makes me laugh. Everyone who's actively bullying me. (laughs) (laughs) You, like, start crying. I'm like, like, it's fine. (laughs) Just some trauma you got to work through a little bit. Oh, Shannon. It's funny. Dang it! I have, I made, I started to make, I don't even know what to call a rating sheet for the yeah. books. Okay, because I, what I want to do from now on for every book that we read on the podcast is to give you guys a rating of like language, so you have like an idea of where it fits on the scale, spiciness, dark topics, and cheesiness. So if it's believable or not or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I do want to do that for this book really quick. I also got to get the back of the book. All right. So when I was going through this story again, so it'll be like the new thing we're trying to implement. We're going to yeah. implement soon is we're going to do mystery reads where only one of us is going to read the book and, and then we'll be telling the story. Yeah. Yes. Telling the other one. So you can see like their real reactions to it along with you guys you'll be hearing it for the first time yes we're gonna not do it all the time because i do love to read with you yeah it's true but this is gonna be a good way for us to get these out faster Mm -hmm. because if we both have to read it it takes some time and then sometimes we have to wait for the other person to finish in order to do the podcast and like we're not at the same time and just lots is going on so i think this might be a, a fix to that problem so that we're able to provide more for you and also just so we can get more exposure because there's so many good books out there and I really do want to bring them to light and I want to be able to help readers find really good stories that have everything you want but without all that stuff so this one okay we have to say we are this this book we're doing is called an unlikely plan by Laura Beers and it's actually book two in the series, which I know. It's so random. I it is. Why you it's did my this to fault. <laughs> it's totally my fault. But it just sounded so much more interesting than the first one. And then I our, thought the first one looked great. But. I know it's my fault, guys. I'm sorry. It is book two, book two, but it does say it's standalone, so you can read. I mean, you know. that's true. We see characters from the first book in this one, yeah. and 
I, I, you get yeah, kind like, of some eh, hints to, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You get hints to like what the first book is about, Yeah, but our mom read the first one. She said she liked the first one better. So yeah. now I'm like, oh crap. Now she's onto like the third and fourth. Oh, is she? Whatever. Well, anyways, this one, the cover is beautiful. Absolutely yeah, beautiful. Really pretty. And I genuinely get so excited, so excited when I find a book that is so good and so well-rounded mm-hmm. without all the nasty stuff. And it just makes me so genuinely happy that mm-hmm. I want to share it with people. So beautiful cover, Laura Beers. This book is called An Unlikely Plan. Let's, oh, tropes. We got to say the tropes. What is a trope in this one? Oh, an arranged marriage. Yeah, like and marriage of, not marriage of convenience. Yeah, arranged marriage. Arranged marriage, kind of a mar- marriage of convenience for him. Definitely kind of enemies <clears throat> to lovers. And enemies to lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Clean Cleanliness, super, super clean. Yeah, there's... Nothing. There's like no language, right? <laughs> there's no language. There's also there the dark no like physical stuff. They there's... literally I think they kiss once. Okay. At the very, very end. Yeah. It's so it's like a slow burn. Okay. So okay, slow burn. There there's a little bit one one trigger would be like kidnapping. That's in here? Yeah. Is that a trigger though? I mean I guess it could be for some people. Right. So <laughs> I just wanna say it. Yeah. And then what other triggers? There's a little bit of drinking in here, alcohol, but that the yeah, it it's, plays it's, part of the plot. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty clean. Yeah, but other than that, it's very very clean. So, anyways, wanted to go over that really quick before we go over the this, the back of the book and in the spoilers. So, mm-hmm. it says he has to marry her to gain his inheritance, but she wants nothing to do with him. After his father is laid to rest, Aaron Berkeley, Earl of Greylock, sets out to void the marriage contract that his father had in place for him. To his dismay, he discovers that he has no choice but to marry Lady Beatrice or else he will lose a vital part of his inheritance. To make matters worse, the contract stipulates that he must marry by his 30th birthday, which is only two months away. He resigns himself to the marriage, finding solace in one's cup. Lady Beatrice Harford has been in love with Lord Greylock since she was little. She's elated to finally marry him and is determined to turn a marriage of convenience into a love match. When Lord Greylock shows up drunk to their wedding, she is mortified and has no choice but to call it off. Despite his pleas, she refuses to marry a man who would treat her so callously. Aaron is determined, though. His usual flirting tactics backfire, however, and he finds himself working harder than ever to win Beatrice's hand. When she disappears, Aaron must work with his friends to bring her home and back to him. But can he convince Beatrice that he is worth taking a chance on? (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. I like it. So, unlikely plan by Laura Beers. Yeah. All right. If you want to read it first, read it and then come back to us because we're going right into the spoiler section. Yeah. So, here we go. We start with Aaron Berkeley. So, he is standing in the graveyard. His dad just passed away, who is, like, an earl or something. I don't know. Some high-standing position. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, but, so, that title now falls to him. He has been training for this his whole life. He doesn't really like his dad. He he says that right off the bat. Right off the bat. We were at each other's throats until the day he died. And then his sister also very much did not like their dad. So he's at the graveyard. She's like not even sad that he died. So they're at the graveyard. He's just at the graveyard thinking like, oh, now he has to do all these things. Now he has to take over the family mine and all the lands and, you know, his title and all those things, which is a lot of, to be fair, it's a lot of responsibility. All at once. Because you're in charge of all of the like tenants on your land and stuff mm-hmm. like it's a lot anyway so he goes home and Lydia is there and they're all in mourning so they all have to wear black yeah and a mourning period for them was like a year or something like it was extremely long yeah. and like you had to observe it or society kind of shuns you yeah just weird you had nothing else to say <laughs> I mean it's not it's kind of like today but I mean 
It's not as intense. <laughs> it's true. I mean, there Everybody is no deadline in their but... own ways. Yeah. yeah. But Lydia, she said, I don't like him. He didn't even really acknowledge me because I wasn't the firstborn and it wasn't her, his son. Right. Basically. Yeah. And but Aaron's like, listen, you can't just like. Yeah. It's not a point of contention for her yeah. and her mom, especially because her mom's like, stop. No. <laughs> stop <laughs> talking so bad about your daddy yeah, just like, died. You have to respect him. He like took care of you and all the things. Yeah. She and she's like. And she's like a teenager. So right. she's like, I don't have to do that. I, I think mean, she's. Is she book three? She's. I think she is one of the books. Okay. I, I would like to her. read her because. I feel like she has a lot to like, come around to. And it's she's pretty. She's set up pretty good in this book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, you have a lot of her story in this. Anyways, so <clears throat> since her since Aaron's dad just died, their solicitor, their like lawyer guy, came over and tells him he has to marry by his thirtieth birthday, or they lose the right to the mine. Their whole family. So that's pretty much all of their money, all their income. Yeah, he just he just found this out, or no, he knew. No, he just he found it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, he just found out. Yeah. So he's like, why didn't I know about this? But yeah. so it's to his dad's business partner, yes. his daughter. Mm-hmm. And so they've so to, known they, each other for a long time. It was a way time. for them to keep the funds in the family. Like, yeah. let's marry your daughters mm-hmm. off. We'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Love that. <laughs> anyway, so. Does that happen today with like really rich people? Do they do that? You know, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. I, I was... don't think so, but I wouldn't be. Well, I know there's like. You have to marry somebody within, like, the same class, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like, those kind of... Yeah, I get and, that. You know? <laughs> the people we don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah. So, I think there's still some kind of that, but, like... Okay, I do want to know. If you know of anybody or have heard of people actually getting arranged marriage based off of money alone... Because I know in some cultures, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And I hear about that. But I'm talking about, like, just based off of wealth only... You know, not I religious know beliefs is. or anything like that. Yeah, I'd like to hear some stories. That yeah, so if you could just let us know, that'd be yeah. great. Anyways, so he has to get married to the partner's daughter, Beatrice, or they lose all of the share of the mines, which is their whole income. So they would be destitute. So he's now trapped, basically. Yeah. But he feels Because like. he was, he's responsible for his mom. And sister. And sister. So he and has literally to... everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, they would lose their entire everything. Yeah, so he has to do it for, yeah. Yeah, but all he remembers about Beatrice <gasps> is when they were little, and she would, like, follow him around, and he said he has horse teeth. She has horse teeth is what he said about her to his friends, and yeah. I'm thinking, oh, dang. Like, like that's <laughs> a little dramatic. <laughs> well, even if she did, like... If she did have horse horse teeth, which can she turn around and become pretty? Like, I'm trying to picture that in my head. How would that work? I know, but it's like, maybe if your teeth come in when you're little and your, like, yeah. face hasn't grown into it. Yeah. Kind of like, it's happened to every, you know, everybody goes through something like that. So, he's very unfairly, like, Judgmental. we're not going to work. Yeah, because yeah, based off of she of the way she looks, I know. He's, well, yeah, he also thought she was annoying because he was, she was following yes. her, him yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So totally get it. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. In her perspective too, and I know I'm jumping forward, but in her perspective, she's like, how come he's never, she knew about this contract. Yeah. Her so whole I life. mean, okay. that's the next part. Okay. Lydia has pretty much been in love with it. She, the Lydia. reason she's, oh no, not the sister. Lydia's the sister. Restart. Lady Beatrice mm-hmm. is pretty much in love with Aaron. Yes. She has been her whole life and she's like, I'm going to yeah. marry him. I'm so excited she's about this. this entire time. <laughs> she's known. Yeah. What but, is with the dads in this? I know. Stupid dads. And then the brother, her brother, can't remember his name, but he was, John, John was like, 
It's weird that he's never even come to visit you, and I know him from school and stuff. So like, yeah, so he knows he doesn't like him, he's just like, and you can she's do better. And she's been defending him this whole time, even though she hasn't seen him for years. She's yeah. like, I'm sure he's been he's busy. Like, well, why haven't he? Why hasn't he written you letters and all these things? And she's like, well, like he's been away at school and stuff. He's been very busy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, no, he should have done that. But that is explained away. It's not all Aaron's fault. He didn't even yeah. know that he they were supposed know. to be married. And he comes to his her father to try to cancel the contract well, right am i skipping <laughs> hang on no you're right yes to lord south south combs is that her last name yeah okay we're just gonna say her dad her dad to try and get out of the marriage and he's like he's just like no like He's like, no, this is a contract. These are all excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry that your dad didn't tell you. Yeah. He should have. He should have. That was but his like, bad. Yeah. But he himself had an arranged marriage with his wife, and he has he loves her. So he's like, so, you're just being ridiculous. I mean, like, so, suck did it Aaron's, up. so did Aaron's parents. They had an arranged marriage. Yeah, but their arranged marriage didn't work out as well. No, so that kind of... Like, turns him off to it. Yeah, shadows wants, his idea. Yeah, he of definitely what... wants a love match, and so does Beatrice. Right. But she thinks it is a love match. Yeah, she's at like, this I'm point. so ready. And she's like, he's so attractive. Like, I loved him forever. So she is so excited to get married. Anyway, so Aaron, all upset that the dad said no, even though, like, really he should have. But Aaron goes to White's, which is like a bar slash, like, gentleman's club kind of thing. And it starts drinking his sorrows away because he feels so sad for himself. And his <laughs> well, friends, his friends are, are trying to well, cheer him up. Well, the friends are smart, too. They're like, well, you haven't seen her in a while. Like, at oh least go see gosh. her first. He and he's so, so stupid. stupid. And stubborn, yes. So they're like, so why don't you, like, just go see her? Yeah, and just go yourself. talk to and he's her. he's like, well, she's going to be ugly. Yeah. Like, well, no, I know just go ugly. talk she to her. annoying. And they're like, that was like, years yeah, ago. So annoying. Blah, blah, blah. She had horse teeth. And they're like. If okay. someone judged me based off how I looked when I was 13, oh or, I don't I know how old no she friends. was, I <laughs> was horrible. Oh, like, I had really white blonde hair, like, almost black eyebrows, braces. My I hated the hair. Looking back, the hairstyle was awful. It was, like, so awkward. You, you just... It- Everybody has an awkward phase. It's not just anymore. unfair. Not anymore. That These stinking teenagers are like, looks like they're 18 at age 12. It's and terrifying. it's so terrifying. It is very it's terrifying. It's not very good. I know. They shouldn't. It's so scary. <laughs> I, I don't want to have a girl ever. Like, <sighs> that scares me. Stressful. I know. Yeah, but like, he's judging her based off of all that. It's so unfair. Mm-hmm. Like, and his friends are like, you're being an idiot. Like, you need to go and see for yourself what she is now. Yeah. It's been years, like, so long. But he's stubborn, and so they're like, let's just drink. Let's Ugh. just have a party and yeah. drink. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, and they are like, are you sure you should be drinking that much? Right. But he, They're trying to slow him down, but he's like, just, well, I mean, his dad, his dad just, did just die. Yeah, he doesn't care about though. Wait, when does he see her? Right before their wedding? Or does yeah. he see her before? No, he doesn't ever get to see her at all. No. Okay. So, we cut to Beatrice. She is so excited, waiting at the chapel to get married. And she's like, I'm wearing my mom's dress, and I've waited for this my whole life. It's finally here. They had to get, like, a special license to get married. Uh-huh. So, it happened pretty quick. But her dad comes to her, and he's like, I need to tell you that, like, Aaron didn't know he was supposed to be getting married to you. And she's In like, the carriage ride on the way to the chapel. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that kind of and was she, a damper But she is like, well, that's why he didn't write me. Because she just found out. Yeah. yeah. She's like, okay. So she's like, okay, that's a relief. Like, he wasn't just ignoring me kind of thing. So, yeah. like, she's very excited about this marriage to happen and start. Mm-hmm. 
getting married to her like childhood sweetheart basically but then aaron shows up drunk to the wedding yeah and he says oh, oh my gosh I would have been so pissed. Which she, she reacts does. perfectly yeah. as I would have done the same. So but. he shows up and he's like, wow, you're actually not as ugly as I thought you were. And like, remember, and she's like, excuse me? Yeah, he's like, you don't have a horse face. Yeah. And he's like, I suppose you'll do. Hang on, I have to read the quote because, oh, it gets me so mad. But like... I just love this whole scene. <laughs> this is why I wanted the book. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. of, like, this whole scenario. It's Anyways. fantastic. So, you're beautiful. His eyes roamed her face with a half-lidded intensity. What happened? <laughs> she goes, pardon? Said, you were such an ugly child. She stiffens. I was not. Because perhaps, but your teeth are perfect now. No one would dare call you horse face now. A small burp escaped Lord Greylock's lips. I suppose you'll do. And she goes, I will do for what? A wife, Lord Walk said, Lord Greylock said with a crooked grin, you are pretty enough to look at and that is enough for me. That is enough for you, she repeated, her voice rising in indignation. Lord Greylock glanced over his shoulder at the two men who had accompanied him to the chapel. I will be the envy of my friends to have a wife as beautiful as you. Oh my god. Okay. I'd be so pissed. Yes. And you're like, okay, so he just cares about looks now. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care at all what's going on on the inside. Gives offensive things of what he did think about her, which is like... Yeah. So she... <laughs> yeah, so she reacts accordingly, and she's like, no, we're not getting married. And he's like, This marriage what? is off. What? What's going on? She what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, absolutely not. We're not getting married. So she breaks the engagement, leaves with her family. Mm-hmm. Back in the carriage. And her yeah. brother, John... Mm-hmm. Is like, see? Yeah, like he's, he's like, all affirmed all of his suspicions. And yeah. the dad's pissed because, I mean, he's a good dad, but like. But he cares a lot about this contract. Yeah, it's like, regardless of her happiness. Yeah. But he does think that it's all going to work out in the end. Yeah, he's like, well, he was like, yeah, that wasn't the best. Yeah, he does <laughs> <But>. agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the next day, Aaron sobers up and their whole debacle is on the front page. And so his mom's, like, oh, yeah. mad at him. And they have this whole discussion. Yeah. His and mom, yeah. <laughs> Lydia, and Lydia's like, what? She's or like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Like, just giving it to him. And he's like, yeah, that was not my finest moment. Yes. Regardless of, like, the situation. Like, I shouldn't have done that kind yeah. of thing. He was like, I wasn't thinking. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> so he starts sending, he sends a whole bunch of flowers to Beatrice. Yes. And so she's just like, many. go throw them out. I don't care. I don't want them. The yeah. servant's like, where do I put these ones? <laughs> she's like, I don't care. And so he goes and visit her and he apologizes and she just doesn't care. Yeah, she's Which like, no. I would too. And she's like, you're fine. She's you're like, forgiven. He goes, oh, okay, so we can get married. And she's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I do love that. And she's like, yeah, I, I forgive you kind of thing. And he's like, okay, so let's go get married. And she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, but what are you talking about? We're going to lose the mind. She goes, I don't care. Like, <laughs> that was like, You're you should have thought about mm-hmm. that. Pretty much. So, oh, then I have to read this one. Because this reminds me of, hang on, I'll show you. When I saw you at the church, I knew that you were precisely the type of woman I wished to marry, Lord Greylock said. Truly? Yes, I could have, couldn't have imagined you to be so beautiful. Beatrice pressed her lips together, then asked, Is my beauty all that matters to you? Lord Greylock shrugged. She felt a stab of disappointment and ro- abruptly rose. I think we are done here, my lord. <laughs> okay. This reminds me of... <laughs> this reminds me of Swan Princess! Yes. I... That's why I highlighted it, because I was like, it's like the exact wording. She's like, the beauty all that matters to you? Literally, and he literally does the same thing as him. He goes like, yeah. 
What else is there? Yeah, what, what else is there? Oh my gosh, that scene. to send women in five syllables. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Um, I want to watch Swan Princess. I literally. Yes. It's my favorite it's like childhood so movie. It's so good. <laughs> but that, that is the exact scenario this is. Yes. Arranged marriage, run there a little. Like, yes. He's like, oh, you're beautiful now. Let's do this. And she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? Oh, so funny. <laughs> how to ruin a, what is it? How to, how to ruin, how to ruin a marriage? <laughs> no, how to offend women in five syllables or less. <laughs> five syllables or less. That is I like can't. the line of that entire I know, movie. I know. Oh, so good. Oh, so good. <laughs> There's no way that Laura wasn't referencing that. There's I know. no way. It's like word for word. Come that on, line. Laura, tell us, please. please tell us, is that your childhood favorite too? Because <laughs> we 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 saw it <laughs> and we, we love it. Know. We're here for it. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so after that happened and it didn't go his way, Aaron goes to his lawyer to see if the contract can be broken if she refuses to marry him. Because it's like they have to get married, but if one of the party refuses to do that, his contract can still technically, like his side of the deal can be still be in place if she is the one refusing. But he, the lawyer's like, nah, you don't have a good case here. Like, I wouldn't contest it. It's not going to work. Mm. Like, you can try. It's going to take months and it's going to be past her 30th birthday, which is when you have to get married. So there's no point. So Aaron's <laughs> still upset, still trying to get out of the marriage. Beatrice's father is really mad. That she refused him. Like you said, he really wants this contract to go through and stuff. Which, I don't know if their family and stuff will lose the mind. I don't think so. I don't think... I think it was hinted to, or maybe it was even said, that they'll be fine. But I think he... In his mind, this is a good thing. So, like, he's... No, yeah, for sure. He's really for it. I think he definitely liked Aaron's father a lot. Yeah, they respected him. mm -hmm. So that's why he's, like, really pushing it. Yeah. Plus, he's just kind of mad he doesn't get his way. (laughs) That, and then he's probably like, oh, you guys are stupid. You're young. You don't know. Yeah. 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 So he doesn't really take into Beatrice's feelings and emotions about the whole situation. So, like, he comes into the breakfast table and he's like, our family's a mockery. Like, all this is happening. Like, why did you do that? And she's like, I can't marry a man who is so disrespectful, first of all, but doesn't Mm -hmm. love me. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, we had at least some respect and it could grow into something more, but it's, that's not how it is. Yeah. So he gets super heated and is yelling at her, and then you kind of see... So Beatrice and John are twins. Mm-hmm. So John's kind of there, and he's like, are you okay? Like, he doesn't get... He doesn't yell at you a lot. Like, are you yeah. okay? Kind of thing. But she, they're kind of used to his anger. He gets angry fast. He's not abusive, though. <gasps> but he gets mad at them fast. So Beatrice is sitting there, and she comes up with the plan that if... Aaron is still wanting to marry her, and then she's going to make him not want to marry her. Yes. And so she goes, remember that costume I wore, like, a couple years <laughs> that back? that ball. Yes. That ball. <laughs> so, so she goes and gets her mate. She's like, hey, can yeah. you go get that for me? Yeah, and so she's like, my dad can't be mad if he refuses to marry me because yeah. he doesn't like me, you know? Yeah. So that's her game plan now. So, yeah. It's funny. Does she Oh, she does know he came to try to cancel it. She found out in the carriage ride. Yeah. So that was, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, he's trying to get out of it and stuff. And he still is like, let's get married, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to lose the mind. So that's, now, all of his attention is because he wants to get the mind. Right. You know? So it's not about her or anything. So she is pretty resistant to this marriage. Yeah. Anyway, so we go back to Aaron's house. Lydia is tired of being in mourning. Like we said. (laughs) Poor girl. I feel bad for her. She's like, why am I mourning over this guy? 
who didn't even look at me, hardly any. Yeah, she's like, I get let me out of the house. So she's always trying to ask her brother, can we go riding together? Can, can we go to this? the park or whatever? Yeah, and yeah. her mom is always like, Lydia, Scolding you can't do her. that. Like, they have a lot of contention and stuff yeah, and so. don't understand one another. But yeah, so <laughs> she's like, Aaron's like, okay, well, I have to try to woo Beatrice now. Like, do you want to come with me to her house? I'm going to try and visit with her, blah, blah, blah. And Lydia's like, yeah, okay. So she goes with Aaron, and they show up. Beatrice is in an orange and black dress, like a monarch butterfly. <laughs> I love like, it. I would love orange, to see this black costume. I know. <laughs> I wish I knew what it looks like. Kind of reminds me of Ever After. Yeah. Except, obviously, the colors aren't there. But, yeah. like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so just crazy extravagant. <laughs> He's even like... Wow. (laughs) You look beautiful. Yeah. And so they're like, they all go for a walk outside. Lydia and John kind of separate and go on their own little walk. And so it's Aaron and Beatrice. And Beatrice is trying her hardest to push Aaron away. And so she just starts talking about butterflies. And she's just throwing out random facts that she doesn't know. She's just making them up on Mm -hmm. the spot. And he's like, okay, yeah. He's just like going with it. Uh And then eventually he figures out what she's trying to do. He's like... Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Like, tell me more about these butterflies. Now he's, like, pressing her, and she's like, well, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> so, she's like, ah. Yeah, like, he's talking and talking. Regardless of that, while they're on their walk, they still make a connection. Yeah. They're still, you can kind of see, she's like. She's fighting with her attraction to him. Because it's been is. years she's been fantasizing, really, about him. And so, mm-hmm. when, even It would even be hard though, to break that. <laughs> yeah, so she's, like, she'll find herself slipping into that, and then she'll be like, no, you know, he just... Yeah. So she's battling herself a yeah, little bit. He doesn't care about me, just mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Aaron's really determined to woo her, and Beatrice is having none of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just great. It's so fun. <laughs> this is why we love these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, yeah, Beatrice, you show him. You show him. <laughs> you, you grovel, sir. <laughs> he deserves it, I yes. will say. And he does make up for it. So. He does. John and Beatrice. <laughs> Beatrice. Because I wrote her name as Bea in this because it oh. took too long to write. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm trying to replace it in my head, but he Aaron ends up calling her Bea. That's true. He does. It's so, cute. Yeah. Anyways, I do like that. It's I kidding. like nicknames. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so John and Beatrice <laughs> at the first soiree of the season, mm. which is kind of just like a get together. It's not really like a dance or anything. It's just like a get together. And people are kind of shunning her. Like, they're talking about oh, her looking at her. because she was in the news and the scandal. Yeah, everybody knows about her scandal. Even though it's not enough for them to be shunned in society. No, it's but just it's like, still enough to be to draw attention. Yeah, it's not a good thing. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so Aaron, they end up being at this war together. And Aaron introduces his friend, who's the first couple in the first book. Okay, Hawthorne yes. Hawthorne and his wife, like, Delia or something like that. Some of the D. Yeah, yeah some of the D. Delilah? No. It's something like okay. that, yeah. Anyway, so they're there, and Delilah, De- Delia's... <laughs> Delia sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Her sister is there, too, who's pretty extravagant. She's she's pretty feminist for the time period. Okay. So we'll see more of that coming into us. So, but they're introduced, and Aaron's like, hey, like, do you want to go walk around the room with me? And so Beatrice is like, fine. And so they're, like, walking around the room flirting, and Aaron really thinks that he can just charm her and be done. 
I love it when he does it, though. Like, it's... He's pretty, he's like, pretty charming. I was like, oh! I wish I would see... I actually kind of wish I saw that a little bit more. I wish that was... Yeah. There was more of it throughout the story. Mm-hmm. Because when he, that, when he got his charm on and his flirting on, I was like, oh, I like him. Yeah, he's you know? pretty cute. He is cute. That made me like him more, but I was like, I wanted a little bit more of that. Yeah, he becomes definitely way more genuine as the story comes on. But, mm-hmm. like, he is... He is flirting and, like, he's... I wanted more he's surprised. of that flirty. Yeah. yeah, he is surprised by, like how much he does like Beatrice already. Yeah. So he's like flirting, but Beatrice still is like persistent that she only thinks Aaron is there for how pretty she is Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So Aaron, since he is the new Lord of whatever is, it's his first meeting for the house of Lords, the government in London. Oh yeah. That was interesting. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's the most important part of the book, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. So the house of Lords, they're voting on, the East India Trading Company has a monopoly on all trading, pretty much in all the yes. like Europe countries and like. India There's a lot of protest outside of the building that where all these people are meeting to vote yeah. on this because issue. Uh, so someone is introducing the bill that would make it free trade for all of the British merchants so they could compete. Yeah. I think because East India Trading Company obviously is a like outside foreign company, mm-hmm. so the British people merchants and stuff could compete with that but as we find out a lot of there's a couple of high-ranking people even in the house of lords who have a lot invested in the east india trading company yeah so if so they this want, bill passes mm-hmm. they lose they money. stand to lose a lot of money a lot mm-hmm. of things just like that so that's introduced them aaron and his friends who some of them are in the house of lords with him they go back to White and White's, which is the Gentleman's Club, and they're talking about what happened at the house. Yeah, it's kind of analyzing everything yeah, and, and talking about it. Yeah, and this guy walks by their table and is like, you need to not vote for that bill, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's Kind of like threatening, but yeah. And he's like, no, just a suggestion. And we're like, hmm, that's interesting. What <laughs> is that about? Anyways... As they're sitting there at the table, Aaron is starts talking about his interactions with Beatrice, and he starts seeing her in a new light, and has some growing feelings for Ooh. her. I love quotes. <laughs> give me all the quotes. <laughs> I will give it to you. Hang I'm on. so excited. <laughs> okay. Aaron shifted in his seat. I was wrong to assume Lady Beatrice was the annoying girl that she was in her youth. She is quite the opposite, he admitted. She is clever and has a sharp wit and is quite fierce. Nice. Isn't that cute? So he's starting to see who she is. More of her. Not just pretty, Mm -hmm. not just a pretty face and stuff. And he's, like, surprised. (laughs) Which is kind of annoying. (laughs) Anyways, so Lord Brooksby is who threatens Aaron. Okay. So Aaron and Beatrice go for a carriage ride. Ooh. Aaron's like, hey, like, let's hang out. <laughs> and she's like, fine. <laughs> and so they go for this carriage ride. And they start talking and it kind of comes out. Lydia and Beatrice, they didn't get along when they were little. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, we butt heads a lot. Like, I don't really like her. And Beatrice remembers this very vividly. And Lydia is like, doesn't really remember? I don't no, know. No, she doesn't really, like, talk about it a lot. But... Beatrice. Or she maybe she didn't care like back then. I don't think Lydia, Lydia has a personality where she's like she will she cause problems it, yeah. and then doesn't care about the outcome kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. that's um, the vibe I got at least. Yeah. So Aaron's like, you should probably give her another chance. Like she is young, kind of thing. There, mm-hmm. are, Beatrice is a couple years older than her. Yeah. Yeah. But she's like, I love Lydia, or he's like, I love Lydia. You know, with all my heart, she's my sister. But like, she can be pretty difficult. So like, maybe give her a second chance. And Beatrice is like. 
okay, maybe, you know, kind of thing. But he's, Aaron's like, I want to know everything about you. Just tell me everything. And Beatrice, her walls are coming down a lot more now. And she's like, okay, like, she can't help but kind of connect with Aaron. Mm -hmm. And they connect on their dads. Their dads are kind of rough. And so Beatrice is like, yeah, my dad is, he gets mad very easily. His temper is quick. But he's never hit me or anything like that. It's hard dealing with that. And he's like, yeah, I understand what that's about because my dad was abusive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used to hit Aaron and stuff like Aww. that. Like, So was that. Yeah, he was very strict, like, teaching him how to take over the house and title and stuff. And, yeah, it came to that a lot. I don't think he was abusive to Lydia. No, um, just him. Just Aaron. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of connect on how their dad's going to suck sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part, Aaron is, like, sitting in his study in the, like, library or whatever. And he's reading a book on butterflies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, man, butterflies are actually really interesting. <laughs> and be- it's so funny because Beatrice could not care less about butterflies. <laughs> but Aaron thinks that she loves butterflies. So he's like totally looking, reading up on butterflies. <laughs> it's so cute. I just love it. Anyways, so Aaron's sitting there and her mom comes in and she's like, Lydia's gone. Where is she? And she had snuck away to the masquerade ball oh, that was happening right. at the same time. Yes. And Aaron's like, ugh, I'll go get her. Because he wasn't planning to go. He wasn't planning to go. It and is... Beatrice knew this, so she was excited to go. No? Like... Yeah, she's not supposed to be going anywhere. She's in mourning. <laughs> and it is a masquerade ball, so their faces are hidden. But if the masks come off and people see that she's there, she could pretty much be ruined. Like, yeah. It's... A really, like, kind of life-or-death situation right now. <laughs> For her. Yeah, socially, so. Socially, yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, don't worry, I'll go get her, kind of thing. So she goes, yeah, and Beatrice and John are there, and they weren't expecting to see Aaron, Aaron there, but so mm-hmm. oh, the yeah. character in the first book, so the guy and his wife are there yeah. with the sister, and Beatrice kind of made friends with the women, mm-hmm. and so they're kind of talking and stuff, and... She's like, oh, where's your husband? He's like, oh, he's over there with Lord Greylock. And she's like, what? Aaron's here? Oh, yes. (laughs) So she's all kind of giddy and, like, excited but nervous. Well, the girls that she made friends with, the wife and the sister, befriend her and are like, let's go shopping. And so they make plans to go shopping later. Yeah, and they seem pretty genuine people. I like their characters. Anyway, so Aaron asks Beatrice to dance because he wanted to. But at the same time, he's like, listen, Lydia is here. And she's like... Isn't she in mourning? Like, she should have been here. And he's yeah, like, exactly. exactly. I know. And I have so, a problem on my hands. Yeah, <laughs> so they're dancing and they're going around the room looking for Lydia at the same time as they're dancing. But then they also have a cute little moment while they're dancing because mm-hmm. she's like, it's like a waltz. So they're really close to each other and just like kind of romantically going. They're like talking close to each other and looking too deeply into their eyes. It's cute. <laughs> so they're talking while they're dancing and he's like, I need to find her before everybody removes their masks. And he's like, I just found out that Lydia is pretty much after a title. She just wants to marry somebody who has it has a really nice title. She just doesn't really care about marriage and stuff. And I think that comes from, like, seeing her parents mm. and everything. And Yeah, she has a negative attitude about it. Kind of. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. I don't know why she has that so intensely. Mm. But, yeah, she... and. Aaron's like, I wouldn't be surprised if she tries to trap a man into marriage. And so Beatrice is like, really? And so they're concerned now. Like, anything can happen at this ball. Yeah, they gotta and find if, her. Yeah, they don't find her, like, stuff could happen and it could be ruined. So they start searching for him. And everybody goes out. And the wife's sister finds them in the garden. 
And yeah. she's like, they're in the garden. So they all go out. And right when they're walking up, she leans forward and kisses this man. Aaron says, what are you Aaron, doing, right? Aaron, like, what are you doing? And they turn around. It's John. Ah! Beatrice's sister. No. Brother. Beatrice's brother <laughs> is kissing brother. Lydia. Yeah, and they're like, what are you doing? Like, for... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, first of all. You're at this masquerade ball you're not supposed to be at. And then you're kissing somebody in the garden like anybody else saw you. You would yeah, be ruined. Yeah, And, like, your whole future is, like, blah, blah, Anyways, so, but John is going to have a really nice title one day. He's going to be a marquee. And confirms Aaron's, like, suspicions. And now Beatrice yeah. kind of doesn't like her more. It's yeah. a mess. Anyways. I want them to get together. I want I her do. and John. I think they do, but I'm I hope sure. so. Yeah. I want to read their book just to see, because... They are in this quite a bit, and yeah. so you see already a little bit of that development. So if they don't get together, I'd be really sad. Yeah. If they don't get together, it better be somebody real good, you know? Yeah. I, anyways. <laughs> so Aaron's, like, taking her home, and he's pissed, obviously, as he should be. And she's like, well, it would have been the worst thing, like, if I had been ruined by John, then, like, we would have had to get married. And he has a great title. And he's like, why do you think that way? Like, why do you just want a big title? And she's, well, she didn't see any love in her parents' marriage. And she's like, I, I just think it's smarter to look for a title and, like, have a really nice living kind of thing because I can't hope for a love match. And Aaron's like, listen, you shouldn't be thinking that way. Like, you're so young. You have all this time to find somebody you love, and that's what you deserve. Yeah. And he's kind of realizing that for himself. Like, he can have that, too, if he really puts in the effort with Beatrice. Yeah. So that's a cute little moment. But he also realizes that he's been neglecting Lydia. He's been at school all these years, comes back, mm-hmm. the father died, immediately goes into all this other thing. So, like, yeah. Lydia is a very social person, wants mm-hmm. to be out and about, and loves her brother, and they just don't, you know, hang out a lot. So he's like, I need to, you know, spend more time with you. Beatrice's dad is still mad at her, obviously. And he's like, well, have you have decided you, to marry Yeah, you married, married or what? Or, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, no. And he's like, why not? It's so simple. And, like, you know, he's just, you just really mad. Yeah. Anyways, but. Her- I feel like dad was like that, too. Are you married yet? Are you? <laughs> not dad, but, like, yeah. No. Like, so, like, are you married yet? Why aren't you married? You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so her father's like, don't leave the house today. He's all mad about it. He's like, you're not going to defy me. Kind of thing. And she's like, okay. And don't leave, leave the, the house. house. And she's like, all right. That was random. You know, but. Like- did I steal your butt? <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead, Shannon. But her and her friends had already planned to go shopping. Yeah. And so she's like, and John's like, you're still going to go out? And she's like, well, yeah. He didn't tell me why to stay at the house. He's being unreasonable. That's mm-hmm. what she thinks. But it was for a reason. Anyways. So, I knew. I was like, hmm, there's something there. Mm-hmm. Beatrice goes shopping with her friends, which is the friend's wife and the sister. And they're just walking along, like, all these shops and stuff. And... This carriage comes careening around the corner, stops right next to them. This guy jumps out, tries to grab Beatrice. Yeah. And she starts yelling and, like, everything gets crazy. And then the guy gets shot in the arm by the friend's sister. Yeah. Just pulls out a gun. pulls out a little gun out of her little purse thing. Little poop. And just... (laughs) And then she shoots him. I imagine it being so small. Uh, Yeah, like one of those tiny little guns because it has to hide in her little purse. Yes. Yeah, so like shoots the But her aim was really good. Yeah, shoots the guy in the arm. He gets back in the carriage and they run off. And there was a guy who was talking to them before, the friends and stuff. And he comes running back and he's like... he kind of saw the whole thing. Yeah, and he's like, I saw that. What? Are you okay? Like, all these things. Yeah. And so they 
take. So he was. Someone tried to kidnap her. Someone tried to kidnap her. Like they intentionally were to grab, to grab her. her. Yeah. yeah. And so they're like, "What is happening?" Beach is like, "Why did what? <laughs> why did this guy? On, yeah, right? Why did he try to kidnap me?" So they take her back to her house. And the friend of Aaron comes to Aaron's house and he's like, Beatrice was almost kidnapped. So Aaron's freaking out. He immediately runs over to them. Yeah, and Beatrice the is like, what, what are you doing here? And he's like, yeah. well, I had to see you were safe. You yeah. know, like, you were just almost abducted. Like, yeah. what is going on? It was like, we're like, now why is Beatrice trying to be kidnapped? Like, mm-hmm. what is trying the motivation to... behind that? Right. He's so confused. Yes. Which uh, I did not see this coming at all. Didn't. I do love the whole plot. Yeah, there's a lot that happens even later on, too, that Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah, you don't see coming. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. So, (laughs) while Aaron's visiting her, he proposes again Mm -hmm. because he's like, well, if I'm always there, then I can protect you. He's like, let me marry you so that I can protect you and always be with you. Which is pretty, it's a pretty genuine proposal. Yeah, he's genuinely concerned about her safety. And Jenry really likes her now with that. So, like, it's pretty genuine on Aaron's part. But Beatrice is like... (sighs) Like, you still You just, just are marry trying me. to coerce me into marriage, yeah, like, saying that you're going to try to protect yeah, me. So, so she kind of really thinks... Off-putting. Yeah, she thinks he's in it for the wrong motivation, uh-huh. but it's yeah. not... Still seeing Aaron in this wrong light, even though he's starting to be genuine, but she can't see She's it for what it is. She's tainted for, yeah, yeah for which behavior in the past. I don't blame her. No. Mm-mm. You know? Anyways. But Aaron's kind of like, listen, I've been doing all of this work, and, like, we've gotten to know each other. Like, you feel the same feelings kind of like I do. You're afraid what's going to happen in this relationship. And stuff, and she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, listen, it's scary. I get it too, but you need to be open to this kind of thing. So he kind of calls her out on being afraid. Aaron gets a threat against Lydia's life if yes. he doesn't vote in favor of the charter bill. Yeah, so or what is it? Votes to keep it monopolized. Yeah, keep the, the monopoly for the East India Trade yes. Company. Yes. It, it. How did he get it? He got like, he got like a white piece of paper. It was like this kid that walked up to oh him. that's and right when they were at white's so that the club the bar he's sitting with his friend and some little kid like a little messenger boy comes up hands him a piece of paper and just leaves yeah and yeah it says if you value your sister's life you'll vote against the bill yeah and he's like what, what the heck yeah and so <laughs> it's kind of weird and i think we would have understood this if we had read the first book <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's completely that's my a, fault that's our bad <laughs> <laughs> but the the friend is like yeah, no, he's like a detective or something. Yeah, he has to be like working for the government or something. Yeah, and he's like, just, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. I'll what figure this out. He's like, what do you mean? But he's like, it's not, don't ask questions. It's, kind of like, <laughs> it's like, we don't know, but he obviously has experience, but his friend had no idea. And he's like, wait, how How do you his know? His friends was, don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's funny. So it's all Aaron's secretive. Just like, how, I'm supposed to, I need to call like the constable, the police. Yeah, he's like, uh, I think I can take like, care nah, of it. And they're like, no, they're like, they're useless. Like, I'll just take care of it. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, like, funny. Okay, I know. Whatever. Read book one, guys. <laughs> yeah, you'd be so way better for this one. Yeah. Anyways, so Aaron and the friend go to Beatrice's dad because they're like, Lydia is being threatened. Beatrice was almost kidnapped. So they're yeah. like, it has to be connected. Yeah. So they go to Beatrice's dad and they're like, has Beatrice, have you gotten a threat against Beatrice or your family? And Beatrice's dad is like, yeah, I got this letter and this no, and he's like, I've been threatened all these times being in the House of Lords. Like, I wasn't too concerned with it when I got the note, but like, that's why Beatrice's father was like, don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. And now we can see it's a credible threat. Yeah. And they need to be worried about it. Yeah. So the friend is like, hey, 
like, thanks for telling us. We, I'm looking into it. Like, I have these connections. We're going to see if we can figure out who it is. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, they go to Lord Haskett. Sarah, are you paying Sorry. attention? <laughs> what is this crazy? She was, like, on Facebook. Am I boring you? No! My phone, my phone is vibrating. And then my favorite author posted something. And so I wanted to see what it was because she was celebrating someone else's book release and I wanted to see what book it was. You just going to wait for it? This isn't important enough for you? I'm so oh sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry. I thought I had a second. I thought I could sneak it in. I'm like over here turned I'm away. And it was all recorded. Yeah, you're trying to hide it on camera. Like, I don't understand. Oh my gosh. Looking over here and it was like, Oh my gosh. I have a book open. <laughs> Hiding my phone. Like, I'm sorry. Oh my god! I totally that was just crazy. Like, was taken out of the present and yeah. No, into I get it. it but... Oh frick, that's too funny. Oh gosh, we're almost done. Anyways. Yeah, we are. Anyway, so they go to. You're ready. No. <laughs> sorry. Okay, I'm ready. They go to Lord Haskett's house, okay. which he is in the House of Lords as well. And they notice that his wife has been gone for a while. Yeah. And they're like, so, like, has your wife gone missing? Like, what's that about? And he's like, no, I sent her away. And they're like, you're, you didn't send your wife away. Like, like tell like, us. And they, they, yeah. Yeah, he's denying it. He's trying to say, like, no, like, she's just. A, a friends or something. Yeah. Family or whatever. Yeah. So, but we find out that his wife has been abducted. Yeah. And she's been missing for days. And so they're like, listen, Aaron's sister has been threatened like all these people have been threatened we're trying to find out who it could be like do you have any clues kind of thing he's like no i don't know and so they're like well shoot so they're at the house of lords and they're still talking about the charter bill and stuff and this lord brooksby lord brooksby comes up to aaron again and it's like i have what you want kind of thing and he's like what are you talking about and he's like you'll see blah blah, blah. anyway so he leaves Still, like, you need to vote down the charter bill. You won't like what happens if you don't. And he's, like... So they're, like, pretty much suspecting it's that guy. Anyways, while there's there, some... One of the Aaron's servants comes running in. It's, like, your sister is missing. She's gone. She's not in her room. There is a ladder propped up outside her window. Yeah. And so Aaron rushes home. And the mom's, like, well, I thought maybe she had gone to the store and that's like why she wasn't here and stuff but like she's been gone for hours and she's scared of heights so there's no way she was going to climb out her bedroom window with this ladder she had randomly found you know so like like, rickety ladder yeah like that's not what happened she's been taken like that's how they know she's but she the mom did she call the constable or something Uh uh-huh yeah they called the cops and the constable's like well she's only been gone for a couple hours she's probably just at the shops one of the girls trying to flee Uh uh-huh yeah yeah so he doesn't take it seriously he's like i have other missing people i have to actually take care of so he's like great you were no help (laughs) so now he's like freaking out and the friend's still like listen i i have these leads i'm going off of we're gonna find her just wait so there's nothing aaron can do at the moment like he has no leads no clues anyway so he goes to visit beatrice and he asks her one more time Mm. to marry him and he's like listen if you still don't want to marry me i will leave you alone forever but like i 
really have feelings for you at this point, and I think we would be a great match and a great relationship. Yeah. Like, what? Well, and he says this too because he's worried about her being taken too, right? Yeah, I mean, so it's all kind another of way to be protected to help keep her safe. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, Lydia was just taken. He is concerned about her safety, but he still generally wants to marry her. Yeah. And she wants to say yes. She really does. And she kind of hesitates. And he's like, if you say no, I won't, I won't bother you again. We'll kind of just be done. And so she says no. And that's, he's like, okay, I won't bother you again. He's all sad. And then she's talking to her mom and she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I kind of want to just rush after him and say yes. And she's like, listen. I know that this started off super rocky and you don't really trust him and all these things, but your gut's telling you the right thing. Yeah. You need to marry him. And so Beatrice goes up to her room and she's like, I just need to think. I need to be by myself and think about everything that's going on. So Beatrice runs to her room. There is a man hiding, waiting for her in her room. Behind the curtain. (laughs) With a knife. I thought it was a gun. With a gun. (laughs) I don't know, something like a that. Weapon. I thought it was a knife because it wouldn't be loud. Yeah, probably. Anyways, so he's like, if you scream, I'll get you kind of thing. And so she's like, okay. They he's force like, her out the, out window, the window. On the ladder. The same way Lydia was taken. <laughs> and so they get out. There's two guys, and they both have knives. And so they're taking her around the house. And there's, she sees a servant boy. Yeah, or there's somebody. like a uh, stable boy. Stable boy? By the house, or by the stables. <laughs> Where he would be, typically. You know, like, for a stable boy. <laughs> and so, they, like, he's like, what are you guys doing here? Who are you? And so, they shoot the, the stable boy. boy. Yes, injures him. And it looks like he dies. Like, yes, Beatrice is like, oh, around. Yes. And so, they shove her into a carriage, and it they... Terrifies her, yes. Yeah, they blindfold her. She doesn't know where she's going. Yeah. They take her to an old, rickety, run-down, abandoned building. Mm-hmm. And it's on the rough side of town. Like, everything is abandoned. It's gross. Yeah, Everything stinks. stinks back then, but yeah. Yeah, and so she is shoved into a room with Lydia and the missing wife of yeah. the other guy. Yeah. So I was like, like, what? I know. And they're like, yeah, there's no way I'm And the here. poor wife has been there for so long. <laughs> she, and she's, like, not talking. Yeah, she's just, like, sitting in a corner. Traumatized. It's and Lydia's so like, don't bother talking to her. And Lydia was pretty beaten up, too, right? Like, yeah. I don't know if she had been beaten, but, like... Oh, no, she had, because, like, she had tried to escape, and they, like... They hurt her. Yeah, yeah. they hurt her. They were, like, making threats. We can basically do whatever we want to you kind of yeah. thing, so, like, behave. And so... Oh. There's bars on the window or something, or, Yeah. Like, they're they're oh, locked no. up. Nothing's in there. They're on the floor. There's, like, there is a window, but it's, like, super high off the ground, and, like, yes. they can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they are oh, they trapped. Couldn't, could they not... Oh, maybe they could open it, but Lydia's like, I already tried. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing to grab onto to climb down. Yeah. So she said. And so they would get hurt if they tried yeah. to escape. Anyways, so... But. Yeah, they are just stuck in this room. Oh, so Aaron and... So John runs to Aaron's house. <gasps> yeah. And he's like... Beatrice is missing, and so now Aaron is like, "Oh my god!" Freaking so, out, goes to his buddy. Who's yeah, supposed his, Aaron's to be. friend comes over, and he's like, "Listen, I just heard like we overheard talking to these ruffians trying to hire somebody to do an abduction," and so they're yeah. like, "Now we know who has been doing it." So Aaron, yeah. John, or Aaron sends John away. He's like, "Listen, you need to be home, you need with, to be home with your mom. You need to calm her down. If Beatrice shows up, you need to be there." Kind of thing. And so John's like, hey, fine. Plus, he's kind of young. So Aaron and the friend go to Lord Brooksby's. And this is kind of why I want to read the first one. Yeah. Because yeah. that guy. You see some skills from him. That's like, like, oh, ooh. he's intense. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, 
So they go to Lord Brooksby's house, and it's like the middle of the night, and they just storm in, and the butler's like, you can't be in here, and I'm going to call the cops, and he's like, call them. You're going to need them. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the guy works for the government. Like, he's not worried about anything. So they go in, and they are, like, threatening Lord Brooksby, and he is not saying anything, obviously. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But the friend is like, I know that you withdrew a large amount of money and what else could it be to pay off these abductors and stuff? And that kind of flusters him. And he's like, how do you know about that? Like, I have nothing to hide and all these things. Anyways, so he's, like, threatening him with a gun. He, like, pulls out a gun. And he's like, you're going to tell us, like, where these women are and stuff like that. He's not going to tell you anything. So he grabs his knife, stabs him in the thigh. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and so, obviously, he's going to talk And, and Aaron's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what are you Didn't doing? know the side of his friend. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, yeah. So, they get out where the women are being held, and... Yeah, they, they get there. But the girls are in their room, and they see someone at their window. Yeah, and it's the, the friend's si- wife's sister. <laughs> <laughs> we should get their names. Oh, but, I know. But, so they were... The one who shot the guy who tried to abduct her the first time they were shopping yeah, with she Beatrice. She um, climbs through the window, and she's, like, in pants and stuff. Yeah. And she, like, had said before, like, she's more feminist, and she's like, I think women should wear pants and, like, all these things. Yeah. And so she sh- shows up, and she's like, <laughs> I'm here to save you, basically. Yeah. And it's amazing. So she is creeping out the door, and she's like, okay, stay here. And she sees all the people down there, and she's like, the other guys said they should would be, be coming. Second. Yeah. And they're like, what other guys? Like, what's happening? Anyway, so Aaron and... Hawthorne show up. Lord Hawthorne. Show up and they subdue the other, the, like... The guards. The two bad guys. Yeah. At the bottom, the bottom level. And and so they're like, okay, it's safe to come out anyways. Aaron is excited to see Bia and he's like, oh my gosh, you're safe. Like, I was so worried and stuff. And they have this cute little moment. And... Doesn't Lydia, hang on, rewind really quick. Doesn't Lydia talk to Beatrice about, like, how Aaron actually does really like her? Like, she's like, I yeah. see how he looks at you or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I do remember that. She's yeah. literally, like, they just have this moment of they're kind of reconciling. And she's like, I want a relationship like you and Aaron. Yeah. She's like, what? And she's like, I see how Aaron looks at you. Yeah. It's just, like, with so much love and adoration and stuff. Yeah. And she's like, you just seem like this perfect couple and kind of thing. And Beatrice yeah. is like. Huh. Yeah, it was interesting to see from, yeah, that it wasn't, Aaron wasn't just putting on a show, or he is genuinely falling mm-hmm. for her, and so that helps Beatrice kind of come around a little bit, mm-hmm. but while they finally get saved, they come, and they hug and stuff, yeah. and Aaron still feels like, I'm so glad you're safe, but he's sad that she said no to him. Yeah, you know? so he's like, I can't, like, Nothing say anything. Else. Yeah. Yeah, but... Beatrice is pretty much like coming to terms that she does want to be with him. Aaron, yeah. yeah. She, like genuinely loves him now and it's it's good. Anyway, so <laughs> they cut to like two or three days after the abduction. Aaron is sitting at home and his friend comes over and Aaron's super upset because obviously Beatrice doesn't want to marry him still. And he's like, you're giving up on her? And he's like, well, she told me and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you need to go fight for her. Like, you need to, if you really care about her, you need to go fight for her. And yeah, so he's sure. like, do you know what? You're right. So he goes over and he starts going over to Beatrice's. Anyway, so Beatrice is sitting in her library, staring out the window. And she wants Aaron to come, even though she said for him not to come. Yeah. And so she's just, like, sitting there. And John comes in. And he can see, like... Beatrice really does love Aaron now. Yeah, he's like, she's, he's like, you're miserable. Yeah, you like, to... you need 
you need to go to him. I know it's, like, usually the guy who's supposed to come, but, like, you kind of put yourself in this situation. You need to go to him. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll take you over there. Begrudgingly, I'll take you over there. Like, let's go in the carriage. And so they come out of the room. As she's coming down the stairs, who's standing there with her dad? But Aaron. Ah, he's already there I love for it. her. Yeah. And so he's like, I need to speak with you privately kind of thing. Aaron goes in and is talking to her. And he's like, listen, I told your dad I don't want the mine anymore. Like, oh, I'm yeah. giving up my share of the mines. Totally forgot this part. So, like, <laughs> you know that I, I am just genuinely want, want to be married to you. Like, I still want to get married and all these things. And she's like, are you serious? Like, you gave up your entire inheritance, all these things, just so you can marry me? He's like, yeah, it, like, it's not worth it if I can't be married to you. Like, Aww. having all these things. It's so cute. And so she finally, like, believes that he's been genuine with us all the time. So then they kiss. And it's so sweet. But like I said, it's at the very end of the book. Yeah. Very slow burn. <laughs> very slow burn. Anyways. So she's not second-guessing him anymore. And they decide that they're going to get married tomorrow because yeah. they still have a special license. Yeah. <laughs> the first time. And so they decide to get married. And the father is like, nah, you're going to keep your minds. Like, yes. you're still going to have that. Yes. And Aaron's kind of, like, relieved. But yes, they have everything they want now yeah and then so that's the end of the book yeah and then it has the epilogue which is seven years later yeah and they have a little toddler little girl and like a little infant boy (laughs) and it's so cute because Beatrice just put the little boy down goes out to the garden where Aaron's with the little girl and she's all like daddy I want this popsicle or treat or whatever and he's like no you can only have one she's like but I want to (laughs) and he's like okay fine (laughs) you just see like he just loves loves his his whole little family yeah. so much and Beatrice and it's just a cute little special moment I'm so glad she added because we didn't get to see you know all those really sweet tender moments mm-hmm. between them as much yeah. as I think I would have wanted to have yeah but yeah that was a super cute moment after that so yeah, yeah that's how it ends oh my gosh it's so cute yeah. I, like I said I just with the kidnapping and the, and the like the high intensity part I really it wasn't didn't see it coming and so when it did happen I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh and then like so much happening the whole time yeah it's just boom 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 and I thought for some reason the way it was reading I felt like it was a different kind of story but then this kind of brought heightened it up and like made it move a little bit more and I was like oh man this is awesome and you read it before I did and you kept saying that you're like just when I think like I might start getting bored about it something else happens and I'm just so re-engaged yeah you know the whole time yeah just like right when it feels to plateau just a little barely Barely. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen now. Like, that's kind of what my thinking was, is not that it was getting boring, but like, what else is going to happen? And then yeah. something randomly happens. You're like, oh, okay. And yeah, then you're, you're into surprised it. The yeah. Whole time. yeah, you don't see the whole kidnapping whole thing, like the whole plot of that yeah. happening. And like, yeah. Lydia's character makes it super interesting and all of these little things. Like, the characters are written really well, really believable. Yes. And so it's just easy to follow along the whole time. Yeah, and the writing is so smooth and great. Yeah. And I, like I said, I just, I love when the stories are clean but so good yeah. for so many other reasons, you know? Yeah. It um, needs to be a good story. And to for some good. reason, I feel like I've read a Laura Beer's book, and I just don't know what it was. Really? <laughs> yes. Like, I know her name. I know her name. I know mm. I've read a book, but I have no idea what it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the first one I did. So. <laughs> but she's great. She's a new favorite of mine, I think. Like, to add her yeah. to with, like, um, I would trust Leah her books, yeah. Bruner and Laura Beer's. Oh, my gosh, LB. I That's mean, funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my standard for Regency romance is Sarah and Eden oh. and Blackmore. Oh, Julianne Donaldson. Julianne Donaldson. Those are my top yeah. highest Donaldson writers. Julianne Donaldson is mine. Yeah, that's true. So I got Laura Beers. 
I mean, and she's like third no. of the authors. I think it's Julian Dawson, Sarah Meaden, and then now Laura Beers is in that third place. Oh, yeah, get it. I mean, she might move up if I read more of her books, but. I she mean, might, man. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a good compliment. It's hard to write a good Regency romance. It that really is. Exciting it, and stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's this other book that I read so long ago, and I didn't I didn't finish it. Not because it wasn't a good book, but because I don't know why I just didn't finish it. And I want to reread it, and I want to put it on the podcast. What is I think it? The, 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 the Captain one. Oh, I know. <laughs> the, co- the cover looks really good, and I've seen it around. And it's think, good, and I don't and you know just, why I stopped. You couldn't get through it. You know what? I think, I really do think that mentally you have to be in the right place because a book can be so good yeah. and then you just aren't in the right place to like enjoy it. Or I think that's what happened. you're just not connecting to it or for whatever yeah. reason. I think I started reading another book that I was more into at the time and so I stopped like, but I genuinely really liked what I read so I need to go back and we'll probably put it on the podcast. Okay. But Well, that's why you have to be careful with negative reviews too because like you have to yeah. think about yourself. Am I, oh. do I not like this book because of where I'm at or is it the book itself that you don't like? You know what I mean? Yeah, I usually don't just read a book because I'm like it's like recommended to me I have to be like hey what genre do I want to read right right now now? what am I craving yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I have to go by that if I'm not in the mood for something yeah it could be the best book ever right and then you just won't be there it just won't be there for you I know I get it I get it well we need to rate this book so let's talk about this what do we rate (laughs) I was gonna say the beginning for some reason but it's the end okay the ending where do you want to start it's the romance the plot and the ending (laughs) Okay, let's start with the plot. I feel like we need to start with the plot. Okay. Plot was really good. I'd give it like a four out of five. Okay. Yeah, I would say between a... Yeah, four, because I was surprised. Like, when I read it the first time, I was surprised. And it mm-hmm. just... It did keep me hooked, like, throughout. And I was like, oh, okay. This is going somewhere. Something's happening. Like, it was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, I agree. So, I, yeah, what did I say? Four? four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Romance. I'd say about four, too. Yeah. I think there could have been more. I really wanted to see him. I really wanted to see them connect a little bit more strongly. Mm -hmm. I think that there was some there. I think it could have been a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. and a little bit, a little bit longer. So the moments that were there, maybe just stretch it out a little bit more. And to have those, like to have the moments where they're like laughing together or they're Mm -hmm. learning more about each other or they're teasing each other. Those are the things Mm -hmm. that I look for where you could feel like they're really connecting on a deeper level. Yeah. So I think just, just a little bit more, but it didn't hate, didn't make me hate it at all. Mm -hmm. So because of that, I'm going to say a four on this one. But yeah, I think everything else is there. I think it progressed naturally. I think it's sweet. And I think I like them both. And I think they, you know, the balance between the two of them is really cute. So yeah. yeah. Like a four. Yeah. Okay. Ending. Yeah. I probably would say a four as well. I liked that it was a cute ending. Everything was resolved. There wasn't any loose ends. And yeah, yeah it was cute. I don't think it felt rushed or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah, sometimes endings can very easily feel rushed. But I did think it was good pacing and everything. And I, yeah, everything was tied up in the end how you kind of wanted it to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Happy. So just a good solid four out of five book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still? I mean, listen, it's hard to get a five. Oh my gosh. But. Yeah. That's hard to get a four. That's true. You know, like yeah. this is a good this is a good compliment. We I don't think. like to put books on here that that we don't like. Yeah, yeah so the fact that it's even <laughs> it on needs here needs to be worth the read. It does. <laughs> and this one is 
Worth, worth the read, read. Yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So loved it. Love Lara Beers now. I feel like I want to go and explore all of the Lara Beers books. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Maybe not in this series. I she has see other whatever. series too. Right. I want to see whatever what else she has written. Yeah, she has a ton. Really? Like, how do you get these out so fast? I think. Maybe I could think of someone else. I feel like she has a lot of books out. I think you're correct, though. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, amazing. I love it. Laura yeah. Beers, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your services to us. Amazing. <laughs> to um, creating these great books. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to An Unlikely Plan by Laura Beers. Don't forget to follow us at Worth the Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Leave a review. Share with your friends. And we'll see you next time. And you can decide if it's worth the read. Bye. Bye.